0: This recording was performed, recorded, and edited all from Anchor. If you would like to support, feel free to find me on Anchor, Soapbox Off, and, you know, show your support however you would like. If not, you can always show support and donate just to help a sister out at Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash soapbox off. And you can always follow my Instagram, Soapbox Off. And if you'd like to give me some topics, feel free to drop some in my mailbox at SoapboxOff at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your support. Peace and love. a lot of discussions, a lot of thoughts that come through my head and because of that I have rant sessions, I have vent sessions, I have paragraph long worthy notes to give people. So that is why you are now here with me, Melodic. <laughs> and this is so off. And this is a podcast where we come with hard-hitting topics that are jaw-dropping, thought-provoking, thought-challenging. So come with your emotions on neutral and your critical thinking on high. So, let's not wait, let's not hesitate, let's get started now. history month you guys if you guys didn't already know I'm black (laughs) and I want to take this month to discuss things while acknowledging history because it is a part of my culture as people it is important to embrace our culture and our history not just because it brought us into this world and helped this world progress to where it is today but because our history provides gems of lessons that we should take because without those lessons being learned from our history, we're bound to repeat it in our future. So, let's kick off this Black History Month with a twist of love since this is the month of February. One way to fuse the two ideas together while still having a very critical thinking type of conversation, I thought why not talk about interracial relationships. It has become a more common and accepted relationship dynamic in the world, but it is also something that still people may feel a twinge of anger or resentment behind for various reasons. So before going into the current state of interracial relationships, marriages, I want to acknowledge some very impactful interracial uh, couples that helped change how interracial marriage at least, but I want to say as just couples, how they are treated today information comes from the black culture connection section of pbs.org the first couple that is very commonly known i believe that there is also a movie that was made about them for you history buffs i'm sure that you are aware as well as you african-american history buffs this couple is mildred and richard loving now this couple (laughs) let's just say that they started with being married um and arrested the, uh i think it was june 11th no july 11th 1958. now these two were married and greeted in a very surprising unwelcoming way by police officers july 11 1958 in their bedrooms by three armed police officers now the couple was hauled from their house and thrown into jail and they well mildred she remained in jail for several days before being released and at the time 24 states across the country had laws strictly prohibiting marriage between people of different races now backing up five weeks prior to this arrest these cut uh, these two they learned that mildred was pregnant and decided to wed in defiance of the law so they went to washington dc their hometown was in virginia so they left for dc to be married that's the best way that they could do it because in virginia they were one of those 24 states that had prohibiting racial laws one was the um, racial integrity act so they left and returned to virginia once they were married but when they returned as i said before they were arrested mildred was even told that she would forever be known as a felon in result the lovings decided that they would leave and go to dc where they could live more harmoniously in their marriage but that doesn't mean that they did not want to live in their hometown of virginia oh wow the hometown of the state of virginia wherever their hometown was located sorry so 1963 okay 1963 They approached the American Civil Liberties Union to fight their case in court, and they won after a very long, strenuous court battle. The Supreme Court ruled that the laws prohibiting interracial marriage were considered unconstitutional. That was four years after they met, in 1963, the American Civil Liberties Union. So after they had a four-year-long court battle the supreme court ruled that the inter well the racial laws prohibiting interracial marriage was unconstitutional the there were still laws that remained on the books that were applicable to several states but what made this situation so impactful is that the loving's landmark victory rendered them effectively unenforceable those laws and ensuring that nobody else would have to endure the same treatment. Now, what was so baffling to me is that the very last law that was repealed, prohibiting interracial marriage, that didn't happen until 2000, the year 2000 in the state of Alabama. So the last prohibiting interracial marriage law that was repealed, it was located and possibly still <laughs> Applicable in the state of Alabama up until the year 2000. So yeah, we've come a long way, but as you can see, for it to take that long, for that to be repealed, we also still have a long ways to go. The third couple that I want to address is Lisa and Louis Gregory. These two, is an African-American male and a British woman. These two crossed paths in their Baha'i faith this is a religion that centered around unity, one love. We are accepting and trying to fuse and uh, and acknowledge all religions, all walks of life, one love. Now, their love for one another was not well received by the public, of course, because racism was still very much the norm at that time this was in 1911 that they crossed paths so in spite of their faith the innermost message the oneness of mankind many people even of their faith in Washington DC still had an attitude of racial segregation that was very very thick in it at that time so the Baha'i leader his staunch support of interracial marriages he declared, and Louis, Louis and Louisa were married in 1912 in New York, becoming the first interracial Baha'i couple. Now, Louis Gregory, he became an advocate for racial unity in the United States, and also in the Baha'i community. He would use his relationship as a great uh, a topic of discussion or an example of that kind of unity in his faith in his teachings of his faith and despite the constant obstacles that his relationship had they still managed to stay married over 40 years or almost 40 years and from my understanding the only reason why they didn't make it beyond 40 years 40 plus years is because of his death that happened in 1951 last but not least this is a couple that really broke my heart but I want to recognize them because this was not just a marriage but it was also a divorce and it was with Leonard Kip Rhinelander and Alice Jones their marriage and divorce trial brought up racial tensions of the entire nation to court because this was the first time with it being in a relationship discussion that a person had to be examined to be considered either colored or white in legal terms. Now, before I even go into that, I'll go deeper into that probably later on in my discussion and um, interview format with one of my friends on this podcast episode. But the best way that I can discuss this is that this couple was together for three years before they were before they decided to get married and this happened in 1921 so they were married in 1924 long story short Reinhelder was a socialite of New York and his family was not having it he was already a socialite before he met this biracial woman with a working-class family so she kind of had more strikes against her than just being a biracial woman so the family was not having it, you're not of the, stat- of the quality stout- status person that we want him to be with and then you are a black woman. Now this probably would not have been an issue had he probably not been that much into the limelight but he's a socialite. So his marriage was put on display even in certain I guess very popular publications like newspapers and whatnot so the family urged him to get rid of his relationship and he he gave into it and so when he gave into it he felt that the best way to um, contest his marriage and file for an annulment is saying that his wife withheld that she was biracial and tried to give herself off as a white woman What made it so messed up in their marriage and as well as their divorce is that this is a again, let's go back and remember, this was a very segregated, very racial time period. So, with this discussion being in court under a all-white male jury, this woman had to disrobe to either prove or determine. Let the let correction to help the jurors determine as they examined her body whether she was considered colored Ugh, that was very dis- this is very difficult for me to say so i don't know how that works i guess they felt like maybe she would be either darker underneath her clothes or not i have no clue but that is what happened now she won in court the annulment was denied Kip was required to do an annual, um, an annual payment to her in their in their divorce. However, they, you already know their their relationship was no longer a thing. They didn't, they never reunited based off of the publication that I'm reading right now. So, yeah, that that one really gets me. I'm probably gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna end up bringing this relationship back up in the interview, but. These are the three relationships that I wanted to bring to give homage to in this Black History episode because it was about Black history and the impact that it made in interracial marriages as well as just showing how hard it is to fight for your love. Love is not easy. Love is difficult even when you want it to be simple. Even if the passion is there between you two Romeo and Juliet heavily in love, consider it Shakespeare at its finest because they had to fight so many outside elements to keep their love together. And unfortunately, Alice and Kip, those were one of the relationships that could not go against that that heavy outside noise that was destroying what they had built in three years time so with that being said with all of their history exposing and building and creating somewhat of a progress to where we are now with interracial relationships that have evolved that have grown that has become at least more accepted that has less issues with being acknowledged in the court of law under government with all of that progress are we still pressed about interracial relationships? And if so, if we are, or if people are, because to be honest, I'm not, but if people are really pressed about interracial relationships, if they feel self-conscious about interracial relationships, why? What could be those those elements or those defining factors that subliminally keep us back from accepting even if you don't do it but seeing it like it has nothing to do with you what these interracial couples are doing but yet sometimes even with it not applying to us we still feel a way even just seeing it or witnessing it so why what is it that is creating that tension that resentment towards interracial marriages and relationships like, are we still pressed about these? We're going to talk about it. I, I wanna, I wanted to bring somebody on. And, of course, I want to hear from you guys, too. So feel free. If you want to, you can always email me at soapboxoff at gmail.com. Or you can go on the Apple Podcast or Google Podcast and give me your comments or your questions there. I'm really anxious to hear them. And of course you already know I'm not coming with the disrespect. Don't give me any of your derogatory terms towards me because quite frankly that doesn't help me understand you. If anything it just lets me know that you have a little vocabulary to help run your point home. So talk to me nice. Anyways give me some feedback. Give me some questions. Give me some ideas that you have come up with when it comes to this. But I'm going to talk to someone directly in just a few going to take a break and we're going to get back into it with my featured guest okay all right You guys, I I know that you haven't heard anything yet with me in these promos supporting other people or businesses, but I'm going to do one now. And why not talk about Bold Expressions? It is a podcast and he talks about everything that you can think of. And he talks about, you guessed it, politics as well. But not only that, but he features me in a few of them. So, yay! <laughs> but I implore you guys: if you have an opportunity, just you know, take a couple of listens. Uh, There's some that I'm on. If you want to listen to some of those, because I'm probably even more kooky on his uh, platform than mine feel free to go to my instagram and you'll see some of his reels and i'll definitely put his um tag in there so you can see his instagram and then that way you can see some of the stuff that he has with his podcast and not only that but his podcast is aired on youtube it's aired on youtube anchor google podcast apple podcast wherever you can find your podcast it's on about maybe six if not more platforms because you know people with big leap energy they probably have a lot but go take a listen enjoy yourself all right okay you guys now let's go ahead and get started in this nice I guess it'll be a nice Treat me nice to Sean banter back and forth about the discussion of interracial relationships. Treat
1: you nice. You don't want yeah. who wake up with violence in your nice. heart. You Talk wake up nice. every day. You wake Talk up with violence nice, on your heart. Talk you wake me up me with nice. violence on your heart. And now you're trying to make you out here trying to make
0: Just me a villain. Look at my space my space looks nice and serene you over there looking real angry already off the rip. Oh, and here, here you go. and here you go here I go. mean look at me I even here got go. the light just beaming all around my head from is my that leg. the gun I see in your window it is not a gun it is a bike handle because it is mm. cold out there mm. in them streets mm. Mm.
1: Mm. I'm not mm-hmm.
0: going to do this with you. Anyway, yes, the yes, you this are. discussion was not, the banter is not supposed to be about me talking to you or you talking to me nice, I guess. No. The main thing is about interracial relationships. How do you feel about them? And then we can kind of go from there about the perspective of interracial relationships.
1: How do I personally feel about them? As long as you happy with the person you with, you know, that's your business. I don't mind people's relationships too much. Now, that being said, (laughs) that being said, my family will never allow me to bring no white woman home ever. It is not, it is not, it is not allowed. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Given. But say it's a
1: Puerto Rican. They'll let it slide because the first thing they'll say, well, at least she ain't white. Oh, my. And that's my, and that's more my, that's more my, my dad's side of the family. Okay. My mom's side, it's already like my cousin's already brought home. He's already has his mixed babies. So I no longer have to be the one to try to break that ice. And my other cousin married a white woman too. So it's like, I'm no longer, I'm no longer, you know, one that has to bring that up. They they accept whoever. My dad's side of the family, not so much. No.
0: So why do you feel that that side of the family is, rejecting the interracial thing, especially with that particular skin tone?
1: For my grandmother, I would say it's because my granddad left her for a white woman. So, you know, uh, that's just, that's just to no. For my, for one of my aunts, at least she's, a uh, what's, what's the, she's very pro-black militant kind of like she's very black pantherish okay. in, the, in the more extreme sense of it though just like nah it's about black people you know no we don't need no white people this blah 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 like she's calmed down a lot but it's still a
0: i was about to say i thought black pants the Pan- black panthers at one point was trying to bring you know we all hurt we all
1: it depends on who's heading it up, really.
0: Ah, uh, like yeah, all, that's It was true. like
1: cha- chapters different. Not all, not everyone, not everyone was with Fran, Was with Fred Hampton out there. So, okay. Um, as for the rest, is like I can't really say too much because I don't know. But like in terms of like those two in particular, like those two not going for it.
0: Well, I'll say for me, I would say that I'm not against interracial relationships. I would say that just like you, you do what you feel. Um, If you care about that person or if you found some common ground with that person that you can make that jump, by all means, be froggy, make that jump. I would just say, if anything, just be prepared because it is something that is still a very touchy topic. It is, And you may feel a certain way about how people are coming at you or even how they just look at you because nowadays people are hypersensitive. But recapping off of what I just gave in the history of interracial relationships, you only are dealing with a flake of issues compared to what some still even still deal with depending on how far south or what particular kind of people that they dealing with like you you might not really know what interracial issues are like um, aside from just having some people not like seeing you out on the block that that might be the most um and again that's that's based off of what area you're in because if you're in certain Part oh I'm you, you're still
1: gonna get the looks in new york it's like it's no it's it's pretty much everywhere it's just like the intensity of it the intensity yeah. of those looks is gonna change but you know you're still gonna get them it's like i see it all the time from and, like it'll be from both women and dudes i see it more with women mostly because it's just like oh like what is it when i was in college it was just, i used to get a lot of oh don't talk to Deshawn. he only liked them spanish girls i was like <laughs> First of all, don't worry about what I'm doing. My but you know MG-
0: what? Okay? I feel like that's more of a beauty thing. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. When it it was, comes down to when it comes down to here's my thing. When it comes down to women of color seeing, being a feeling away about other women of color, it is because of what we feel that people embrace more than us. Like the straight hair more than the curly hair. The fair skin more than the dark. I feel like that's more of what that kind of trigger is than it is with a man going to a white woman, which I feel like they'll take it even further into, again, like the uh, what blackest show on Netflix? Because of slavery. Like every single (laughs) thing. That's going to be the root source when it comes to anybody being with someone of a lighter well of the non-melanated community it's because of slavery because of how they great 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 and they great and probably even some of the current uncles and dads treat us that's why they feel away.
1: i'm gonna put it out here first of all my first top quality above everything else is the big poofy curly hair that'll slay me every time before anything else i don't like once i see the hair i'm like i'm sold i don't need to see nothing else <laughs> We don't need to talk about nothing else. What you doing later? This, this is. I'm right here for it. I tell every.
0: Right
1: I tell every girl. just like, listen. You just, I don't care about nothing else that's going on in this picture. The big poofy curly hair is why I stopped that. Just, wow, we right here with it because it's just like most most times. It's like that's all. That's all I need right there. I just need it. I need it big. I need the volume to it. I need the. I need all the curls. I need poof right there. Just poof. <laughs>
0: But I'm just, well, I only, I'm only saying that because I, I feel that, I feel that it's more of a beauty. I feel that the beauty thing is first. When oh, it's within. 100%. When, yeah. When it's the, when it's within the different shades of melanin community, it's about the beauty part because mm-hmm. most times of ten for women. And I mean, maybe I'm just speaking from myself from, I mean from how I would critically think as a woman of color, if it was something that I just really, and I'm gonna be honest, sometimes it does come across to my mind because I feel like, dang, folks is getting like juke up, snatched up, married up, and I'm still here. And most times I feel that way and it's happening when I see them pair up with lighter, fair, long straight hair, or the quote unquote good hair females and so if I had to say it would if somebody was frustrated to the point of being like it's an issue for me to see interracial couples and they were women I would feel that it would be from the beauty first because we feel that our natural beauty isn't accepted and isn't deemed exotic and oh I want that as fast as those of the other shades but we're quick to be sexualized though like us? Oh yeah no. Darker the berry sweeter the juice. Oh right here. We oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Like I don't know what that's about, but that's also I think that's also a thing for us women of color with the interracial thing. We project because of how we were mistreated based off of our looks over um, all the other parts.
1: I can't deny that. Like I said, you see it a lot of times it's just you see it, you see it a lot. It's just like a lot of times I always always like, oh, you know, oh, y'all date all these white or Asian or Spanish girls and y'all like, you know, oh, it's all good. But the minute we date a a white man or something, it's just like, oh, oh, so you can't, you don't wanna stand by no black man or something. It's like I've never I've never personally seen that, but I can understand it's like just because I don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Yeah. It's like, Because like more times than not, I've seen y'all make a comment, I'm not gonna say y'all, I've seen black women make a comment about how, oh, so you don't you don't love black women? It's like, why are you dating some, uh, why are you dating this Asian girl? Why are you dating this white girl? And thing, a lot of times from those dudes that I didn't know, it's just like, for me, for them, it was just black women weren't looking for me. They yeah. weren't checking for me. They weren't trying to be with me, but who was? So, and that's why I ended up with. But the minute... I end up with one of them is when everyone has a problem or anyone's like, oh, why couldn't you find no black woman?
0: <laughs> but and, isn't that crazy? Because that's even if you are at like, even if you do get with somebody that's of your same kind of like culture thing, like, ain't nobody checking for me until I'm in a relationship. And then all of a sudden-
1: Then yeah, I'm now everybody society. yeah, now everybody got a problem with who I'm seeing or it's like, well, they, they skin tone or it's like, we is like, oh yeah, what y'all even got to talk about? It's like, there's more than, it's like- Skin tone is not a personality trait. It's not a quality.
0: you, exactly.
1: So it's like, so when you say, oh, I only like light-skinned girls, okay, but why?
0: I will say, but I will say this. I feel that most people expect for other, and I'm not going to go into the colorism part yet, because I feel like people do have to acknowledge that a part of them do have that colorism thing that they have to accept and understand that it's something that they have to break within themselves which that's a whole other topic, but just off of interracial point blank, I feel that I, I feel that most people automatically take into their mind that I am comfortable seeing someone with someone of the same ethnicity, because I feel that they're automatically relating to each other off of their history like their background alone like the same way he probably was struggling and stuff she probably done dealt with the same way that he probably dealt with some racial injustice she probably dealt with some interracial injustice Mm -hmm. same thing for uh, a two a two less melanated caucasian couple they would say they're going to be more acceptable because hey he got good credit. She got good credit. Hey, she probably went to an Ivy League school, like he went to an Ivy, like they automatically deem the color to their overall lifestyle, which mm-hmm. is skewed. Like it's it's wrong to automatically assume that a color, and we talked about this in my colorism episode. Like, you can't put a color to an overall lifestyle.
1: You really can't. But I feel like a lot of it comes. It's also what you're exposed to. It's like when you look at all those things. Like that's a perfect example. Coming to America, right? Right. He he came to America. He found himself (laughs) a what? A light skinned woman, who he felt was all these qualities he wanted, and then he took her back to Africa. Never mind all those. All those other African women, who, you know, all those other, but it's like for him, he 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 put it as a, oh, you know, I'm really just it's like I don't want to just be told who to marry. I want to fall in love with that person. It's like we don't know anything about each other, but he never really was gonna take the time to stay. Let's stop this and get to know this. Let me get to know this woman to determine that. It was just like I don't want to. It's like it was a combination of I don't want to do it because I'm told to do it. But yeah. He never stopped to think maybe I could try. And was like just you know. Take some time to actually talk to these women. But like, you
0: know what? I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause if I had to go into my living color Farrakhan, you see my brother, what you failed to like if I wanted to go there, think about this part too. The two dark skinned women that tried to get his attention, the very first one, was deeply conditioned to be submissive and be his tool. Mm-hmm. Bark like a dog. <coughs> Bark like a big dog. <coughs> Uh, uh. then go to America the next chick that pursued him it was a dark skin chick yeah. and even then overly sexualized loud I'm here cause I'm you know and the one that's the most wholesome is the, the, R- the fairest of them all like so I get what you're saying keep going I'm sorry I just had but, to bring but, that up
1: like, what's another example? Um, uh, like take boomerang, for instance. The uh another Eddie Murphy movie, Boomerang, where uh it was Holly yep. burying him. I don't have as much sympathy for Holly in this case because going into it, a lot of people forget she was seeing his friend first.
0: yes she was. She
1: was seeing his friends first, and she fully knew what type of dude he was before before even getting with him. She heard it from his friend and she saw it in his own actions, but she still took the choice to go after him, Mm -hmm. right? But then when he did what he was inevitably gonna do, she was hurt by it. But it's like, that's still a choice that you made in that instance. Like you wanna say, oh, I might not be all of this, but I'm real, but in fact it is, it's like you chose him still knowing what he was.
0: Well, I will say this though, in boomerang, he did reject he did reject uh Tasha who played the nosy neighbor who was the fairest of them all he rejected her I'm
1: not, I'm not, gonna, deny so, I'm not gonna deny that at
0: least but... it wasn't a show of colorism where people could easily if they wanted to be in their bag pinpoint colorism in the coming to America movie oh
1: yeah no no I'm not saying that either it's like when you look at a lot of uh a lot of just black television shows, when you look at a lot of the women in it, it's like to the partners, what were they always? Like think of my wife and kids.
0: Oh, and skins. he replaced he replaced the daughter.
1: Claire, yeah, they replaced Claire with a more light-skinned version. Look at, uh, what's another one? Look at uh, a different world.
0: But it was more versatile.
1: It was. Uh, The thing I liked about A Different World was who was, what's the, what was the, it was all um, the
0: shades of chocolate in here.
1: What was like her first roommate, the first roommate of uh, Lisa, Kim. Yeah. Kim was dark. She actually dated a white boy in there for, for a couple episodes. episodes. Like, so I can't even say that, but it's like, but even then it's just like, and then when you looked at who Dwayne dated though, who he had a history of dating. like jada 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 was after him for a bit he's dating the uh the the blasian girl he wanted to go for uh what's his name
0: the huxtable
1: uh uh, yeah denise denise yeah he wanted to go for denise he was like when you look at it when you look at it it's like it's always it's always that like what is what's another one that's a, but
0: wait, wait, we going into the cinematics, but overall, I'm just wanting to go in. And,
1: into and sh- like, <laughs> but that's my me. point. My point being, it's like life, ref- like art reflects life. Like, that's usually what you'll see from a lot of dudes is like, oh, like, look at that light-skinned one over there. It's like, oh yeah, she bad, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, but a lot of times you see, like, the dark-skinned ones, like, they don't get as much attention. And so it's like, when you make we as a society make it seem like color is a personality trait, like right. it's something. It's something it's a that lifestyle. oh, it's a it's a lifestyle, but it's not. It's not a personality. It's not a lifestyle. It's nothing like inherently that makes you more interesting.
0: But some, but at some point, and I feel that this is another twinge as to why, especially for people of color. This this is the reason why I feel that we have it is because it I feel like there is some truth to it when they say everybody wants to be black until it's
1: time, so it's time, to, be time to be black yeah, absolutely and
0: I feel that because people feel like and it's true because again um I remember in um on a segment it was like maybe a year ago I was listening to uh a righteous and ratchet where Melissa was talking And she talked about how at one point it was a woman that was talking about her son, that how he's Jewish. And she always wonders. And it it was about the rent. Remember the apartment place? And they were wondering if it was because of the color of their skin, that they were being mistreated. And one of the women that she knew brought up the son being Jewish and afraid of how he would be mistreated. And she said, but listen, and she said it eloquently and it was true. The thing is, is that your son that Jewish star that he has, he could always put it in his pocket. Yeah. That um, I forgot what the hat is that is called a yarmulke.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, the yarmulke.
0: Yeah, the yarmulke that he wears, he could put it. I can't take the skin off no time. Like this is around the clock. And some and and I remember another couple, it was an interracial couple that I watched, which kind of also sparked the reason for this podcast. They were talking and they're so in love and you could see it. You could see how they're so beautiful. They have their children. But she he would be like they would have their arguments and all of a sudden she would talk about how she was mistreated at work and it will always kind of still I guess it would kind of linger on about her skin color and so at some point he would be like can we just take a break for a second and she's like I don't get breaks Mm. like this is all the time and and I feel like people again I feel like that's the thing for us is that when it comes to people of color and they see that people trying to thrive in interracial relationships they're like but doesn't it bother you that you might not be able to relate with each other on on the same levels as you would with someone that goes through the same kind of patterns as you, the same type of... Mis- it's almost more so about the mistreatment. Like, they're not going through the same level of burden as you. So how does that work? They don't understand certain things that your ethnic, uh, ethnicity has to deal with.
1: I, the problem with that being is, like, that's only one part of a relationship but I True. feel like that is that that's the one part people get so focused on it's like a relationship isn't just built on your own like mutual struggles a lot of more goes into it you can't necessarily like, you know believe that because we we have the same skin color we come from the same background that we have the same experiences though True. Life, is, life is lived individually so it's like where I grew up and where you grew up is already different. So we're not gonna have the same thing. Exactly. For you, things might have been like for me, things might have been more smoother. Like I may have not have overtly come into racism with things like police or like just white people in general, but you may have and it might be so much different. So for me, never having experienced it but still knowing it, but you living it, yeah, It's two different things. So it's like we can't always assume that because we had those same that same skin tone that we're gonna have the same thing. We might experience it together once we're like in that relationship, we're in the same area. So we're gonna naturally experience it the same, but how we'll deal with it, it's not gonna be the same. Same thing is like, you might be having something going on at your job where you feel like it's based on your skin tone. You feel like you're being passed over because you're black or because you're that and they tell you well, you just don't seem approachable enough or friendly enough and it's like I might not deal with that because you know I'm more happy, smiling, always cracking jokes or something. So it's always going to be different for us, but it's always going to feel like, you know, like we're, you might still miss that connection because you're not understanding each other's problems. Me personally, at my own job, is like they tell me all the times like you don't seem very approachable. You don't smiling things like I'm here to work, not make right. friends. It's like right. I'm here to be paid, do my job, and make sure along the line. If something fucks up, it's not my fault. Right. Like I'm not here for all the smiley, happy, good time things. It's like you leave me alone for whatever, I'm gonna be the happiest I'm gonna be. That's when you're gonna see me smile at. I'm gonna be listening to music, doing my job, and I'm good. But time I definitely for comes up. Oh, no, go I, ahead.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, but I definitely feel that we have to, it's almost going back to the situation of accepting that race was created to divide us in the first place.
1: Oh absolutely. Like race
0: is not something that was in the beginning of time.
1: It was something created. Yeah. It was something socially created rather than
0: and first off the even the the word race, the word race was initially made as a definition just as a band or group and it was originally I want to say first used by Shakespeare to talk about a race of Christians or whatever because it was in his writing it wasn't until like late into the 1900s um or I guess early in the 1900s that it was turned. well yeah late in the 1900s it wasn't until late into the 1900s that someone decided to take the race definition and use it as a race as in a race of color Mm
1: -hmm. black
0: white and i don't think that they understood that even within these two different categories it's such a color spectrum that even in venezuela a person that can be a full-blooded venezuelan can have as rich melanin as my skin Mm -hmm. or yours and that's why I feel like it, no matter what you do, it's going to be an uncomfortable thing because you'll you may you may see a, a, a lighter complexion Venezuelan girl with a darker complexion Venezuelan man and immediately get triggered. But the thing is, is that they're both like their their ethnic culture is the same. But that's because we've been conditioned. It's a conditioning that goes back to colorism on that that first broad scale of. You know this race and this race, white and black, um, and I just feel like we have to we have to be more aware of how we have been we have been it's, conditioned to feel that way.
1: And it's not just America; it's the same way in Venezuela. It's like because you're
0: wait before, but before you keep going, I just want to take this quick break, and we will come right back. So just hold, you guys. I hope that this is a good discussion for you all. All right. guys so as you can see i have a lot of ideas thoughts topics for discussion and this one i hope that i delivered it well but you know that there's also other things that kind of deal with us and the concept of what we see as race colorism things of that nature when it comes to black culture so if you ever want to hear another episode that kind of ties to Black culture. There is the colorism episode. There's Kwanzaa, and there is one on men be pressed because even though it is about relationships, which that's kind of funny because this one is about relationships, but it's also talking from a uh, African American male point of view. I would love to have a more versatile group to have the discussion with, and we'll work on it. I promise. But yeah, those are episodes. I believe it is eleven. 12, and 13, respectively. So, Men Be Pressed, Colorism from a Woman's Perspective, and Kwanzaa. So, take some time if you want to. Always can take a break from this one and go to those. And then come back and enjoy the rest of the show. Okay? Alright. Bye. Alright. Uh, what was my
1: thought? Oh, yeah. So, the thing about it is it's like it's not something purely centered in American culture. It's also in others, like in Spanish countries like Venezuela, it's like being of a darker tone is something that's still frowned upon. Even if you are from the same from that same place, have those same cultural backgrounds. It's like they're still gonna see you as lesser because they feel like they have that fairer skin. So it's like they're more Spanish leaning than native leaning. And in that yeah. instance it's also the same in places like Japan, where it's like and it it's so weird for Japan because in a more modern sense, like in a place like Tokyo or something, like they have a huge fascination and love for black people like it's really they do it's it's really it's really amazing to see but it's not just like Japan it's like in Thailand too like they have a huge fascination and love for like black culture rap music the way we dress the way we talk I
0: still have a friend that's over there that like tries to keep in touch with me because they were like that fascinated they wanted me to come to their college graduation
1: (laughs) yeah I was like when I went to Japan I love Japan as a country it's very beautiful but it's like in that same breath it's like on a more local standpoint when you're like not obviously black but you are of a darker skin tone Mm -hmm. you like or it's like for a lot of things over there it's like um, the half Japanese half Brazilian population there is actually pretty large but being those darker tones are always like a more frowned upon thing they've you know gravitate more to the porcelain skin kind of things like you have a more negative reputation when you have that darker skin complexion. So it's not just something that's been, you know, inbred within us here in America. It's actually a thing, a problem everywhere.
0: Oh yeah, it definitely is.
1: And you like, and you see how like just how similar it is, is like, but also how drastic, like how drastically different it can be. It's like it from like say, Colombiana and Venezuela, Japan, even in Asia itself to here in America it's like so much of it lines up the same. But then again, it's like, you still can see those subtle differences.
0: Yeah. I am gonna say, well, before I say this, do you, cause I wanna make sure that we try to wrap up with a nice little bow on it. So do you have any kind of final words or were that your final
1: words? My personal thing is with interracial relationships, it's always going to be a case-by-case basis. Like in the video I showed you, two YouTube, a pair of YouTubers I follow, Abba and Preach, they were commenting on it. And the pinned comment they had for that, it, just like, it was so much bitterness in it because it's like this woman was like, 99% of interracial relationships fail, even more so when there's children involved. I'm like, how you get even more oh so than like 9%? But it is like, like, mark my words, like even... Have even preaching his, his wife are going to get divorced, like mark oh the day God. I said, it. it's like, first of all, it's like this man is like, this man rarely ever talks about his relationship, but everyone knows he's married, but it's like, how much hate is in your heart that you like, that you pulling out 99% of interracial relationships fail, like by that same logic, 99% of same race relationships fails, like all relationships can fail. It's like, but you can't just pull out 99%. Like, it's a factual statistic. Yeah. Like, and then, like, there's so much hate. And this was, was a woman that did this, like, what's the, like, and you're trying to say, why is it that they all fail? It's like, they all don't fail. It's like, you can look for real-life examples in your own world. Look to your neighbor, people you work with. It's like, their relationships are succeeding. It's like, you're you're upset about it because you felt like, oh, this this black man or this black woman betrayed their race or and things like it. It's not a betrayal of anything. You can't help who you love and you can't help who you're attracted to. It's like, but me, everything is a case by case basis. Some people like myself don't really, you know, do you love who you love, be with who you want to be with. Others are feeling like, mm-mm, you can't do that. You don't love, you like you don't love black women, you don't love black men, you don't love dot 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 if you date outside your race or anything like that.
0: Well, this is what I want to say, in my personal opinion. In my personal opinion, I wholeheartedly agree that people should love who they want to love. As for the 99%, ma'am, you are sorely mistaken, don't know who you are, really don't care. It's not my business, but it definitely ain't yours about what their business is, on how long their relationship lasts. But I just gave an example with a few couples that were interracial that made it through aside from Alice which that was a horrible situation and again who knows had his family not pressured him to have the divorce with Alice maybe it would not have been a thing and that's another thing when it comes to interracial relationships they have to not only deal with outsiders but sometimes they also have to deal with their families too and some of them have a strong enough backbone to rise above it but it it takes a lot for them to really rise above their own family to be with the person that they want to be with and that is the reason that there are some not 99 percent, that don't make it so and and even then it is still not that yeah anyway and a perfect example i want to use this because this one was in history and i didn't get a chance to recognize them louisa and louise gregory now these two it was an african-american man louise and then it was louisa who is a British woman? These two actually got together because of the Bahá'í Bahá'í Bahati, Bahati religion, and the Bahá'í religion is pretty much saying, you know, unity of all religions and of all races, of all cultures, all create like just a true one love type of a uh, religion. It, it that's centered around unity. These two were together, but of course, it's 1911, so they were greeted with twice as much, probably if not more, issues with being an interracial couple to be married. Um, It wasn't until like late in the game 19, well 1912, they did get married, but they were married under their leader um, in New York. And they became a strong, and he became, Luis, became a strong advocate for their interracial relationship. And they remained married for almost 40 years. And the only reason why this couple only made it to 40 years was because of Louise's passing in 1951. So again, people do rise above the occasion when it comes down to interracial relationships. I would say my only issue, if I had any issue with interracial relationships, do not get with somebody solely for their skin color. That would be my issue. If anything, do not get with someone solely for their skin color and their skin color only, because that is not a preference. That becomes prejudice. When you end up being picky based off of color alone, you don't know this person from a brown paper bag, let alone compare them to a brown paper bag for the brown paper bag test. Don't do that. And then you... Take Again, like what uh, Deshaun was saying earlier, you take skin color and you pair it with a lifestyle or behavior or a stereotype because you're sadly mistaken. And it's probably because of the energy that you attract. And it might be also because you like toxic relationships. So quit putting yourself in a position where you are being with someone solely for the aesthetic of skin tone and skin tone alone because that is when I have a problem and it has nothing to do with interracial it just has everything to do with superficial on a whole other level and it could also even be self-hate let alone hating a different color but that that would be my own that would be my only takeaway from that situation don't hate yourself don't hate people of color because of the stereotype that you have of them or preconceived notion based off of what you were accustomed to when you were growing up and seeing. Not all people are that way in that skin tone. It's a versatile behavior. Everybody have their own personalities, their backgrounds, even their pay grade for all I care. Everybody is different. So that would be my last little piece. Um, I think that we can go ahead and wrap up because, of course, I'm pretty sure that we have prolonged it enough (laughs) for the masses. (laughs) But thank you so much for coming on with me. I thought that we was going to end up having it like bump heads or something. I thought it
1: was going to be a little rough. I told you, you the one that be waking up with violence. There you go. There you go. Uh
0: Uh-uh. Nope. We're going to stop right now. See you later, people. Bye. Okay, you guys, as you already know, interracial marriages, relationships, those are very touchy, deep conversations like most of the conversations that I've had before. And so, of course, like all others, I will always tell you that they may be conversations that we come back to in latter episodes. But I did want to shed light on the topic and really just give an opportunity to touch different points of view on why or how we as a people still have our misconceptions, our resentment, our viewpoints that may be dated when it comes to interracial relationships, like why is it still something difficult to receive? I also want to make sure that we understand for interracial relationships, those that want to be in interracial relationships, or it's not even a want, it's something that is natural, they're not against it, which there is no problem with that. But make sure that if you go into an interracial relationship that you don't go into it lightly as you should not in any relationship that you get into. An interracial relationship in history has proven that it is difficult. It is a trying period. You are breaking barriers every day that you choose that person. And it is a beautiful thing when you can overcome those obstacles every day that you are together. But it should not be taken lightly. You are in love with a person for who they are and not for the color of their skin. So that means you you are signing up to embrace their culture, to learn things about them, to kind of like avatar see through their eyes. I know I use avatar, I'm a nerd, I don't care. Anyway, but so so don't take being in a relationship with someone that may have different history, different background, different his different real true like dated back ancestry, history that may still Touch their mental a little bit. To this day, please don't take it lightly. Do not be a person that is practicing colorism as a means to be in an interracial relationship, because that is prejudice. Be in love with that person for who they are and what they bring to the table, how they make you a better person, regardless of their skin color. And be ready for the fight. Don't be like Kip and Alice. Don't, don't fold all because of the outsiders that mess with your relationship understand there are still people out there that may do that to you that they may have a problem accepting the person that you are with and you have to be a strong individual to stand against that anywho i know that i don't want to hold you guys long that's all the spill that i have i hope that wherever you find love That you appreciate it, you cherish it, and you acknowledge it, and you let that person know that you appreciate them on today, because it is Valentine's Day at that. I can't believe I'm dropping this on Valentine's Day. (laughs) So yes, happy Valentine's Day. I hope that this was a mentally stimulating gift um, that was on Love and Black History, And that if it touched your history, that I hope that I did your history justice. And if it touched on the way you love, I hope that it did your love justice. Okay? That's all there is. There isn't any more. This is Melodic. Soapbox. Off.